Hey, entrepreneurs, it's your podcast mogul, Phil Better here. I am excited for this episode, as as I know you are. Before we jump into this episode, I'm going to ask you, if you are also a podcaster and you're looking to grow your podcast or monetize your podcast, make sure you stay till the end of the episode. I have a special deal for you or a special offer, if you will. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Ladies Digital and Entrepreneur Welcome podcast. back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, and today I'm excited to have the founder of Smash Go, a digital transformation coach and consultants company that in working with that works with businesses to embrace the online world and create a more profitable scalable business ladies and gentlemen please put your hands together for nick creed nick welcome to the show well thank you for having me it's good to uh, be here early in the morning we're in uh, down under australia well i think we're not quite down under we're, we're the other way around it's just that you know we flip it on its head yeah, you guys change. You flip everything, uh, the Aussies and Tasmanians and all you guys down there. You guys flip everything, business on its head and do things differently, which I love because it it's outside of the box thinking. And so I'm so happy to have you here to share your knowledge, share your wisdom with my audience. So again, thank you so much for being here. Fantastic to be here. Actually, it's funny you should say that as well, because I was talking to a friend of mine uh, just yesterday and he said, oh, how come is it that uh, everyone goes to the U.S.? to uh, you know, get all their information. I said, oh, I'm not so sure that's right. I said, I think they like Aussies over in England. And he said, yeah, that's really weird. I wonder why that is. And I said, well, it's probably because we get all the information from uh, the US to start with. We turn it over, flip it on his head. We mold things, change things, and then we give it back to you guys. And he said, oh, I'm really... <laughs> exactly. That's what I love about it because you guys see things, everything from a different perspective because of where you, got, you are in the world and that. So I'm very excited. Um, I want you just to do a quick introduction. Tell us a little bit about yourself um, and Smash Go. Uh, well, yes, my name's Nick Cree. Uh, in fact, I was born on a little tiny island called Norfolk Island, which has got the reputation of being Australia's worst prison. Um, <laughs> and I don't know how people I was born in the worst prison in Australia. You know, that's, that gives that sort of context of a real badass sort of story to, uh, to start life with. But I have to say, with the time that I was born there, it was only captive for newlyweds and nearly deads. It was a holiday tourist destination. <laughs> but um, but I won't bore you about sort of, uh, my journey from then until now. But uh, I started in the online world, geez, when was it? 1979. That was the first time I ever touched a computer. And uh, my first line of code was written on an old Sinclair ZX84 computer so uh, look that one up it'll be in the uh, internet archive so i actually kind of know that because my dad worked with that <laughs> yeah well thanks very much eh? <laughs> you're welcome what can i do helping everyone out while i can yes <laughs> well look i really got my start in the uh, digital world when i had a mortgage broking company i set it up and i thought i need a website and this is back in oh geez when was it 2001 
So, you know, the web, web world was still reasonably new. I knew nothing about it. And, uh, oh, and there we go. We had an American firm come out to uh, New Zealand. I was living in New Zealand at the time. And they sold me a website package which cost me 10 grand. So this is 10 grand back in 2001. And um, it didn't even have a website. I opened it up thinking, oh, great, I've got a website. But no, there's nothing. It was just a platform for me to create my website. So, um, and I had to learn how to do CSS code and HTML code. So that was just a uh, entry by fire into uh, all of that. And, um, and, and my only experience of uh, websites, uh, like being in the mortgage broking industry, it was banks. And, uh, you know, if, you, if you've seen bank websites, they are incredibly boring. They've just got graphs on them and all sorts of stuff that nobody but economists and the banks themselves are interested in. So I thought, I'm not building that there. And then I went to a, uh, a, a um, seminar in the States um, in uh, San Francisco. And it was run by uh, Jay Abraham, who's a, uh, uh, you know, sort of a marketer uh, over there, or well-known marketer. We're certainly well-known here. And uh, I ended up coming back to New Zealand, and I built a long um, sales letter on a web page. That was my home page. And I remember at the time free reports were big, so I offered this free report called the Ten Dirty Secrets that the banks don't want want, want you to know. But that was the start to it all, and I ran that through for ten years until I sold it, sold that business, got into web development because I thought I don't want to be in banking for the rest of my life. That's an incredibly uh, uh, soul sucking, boring career. So I got into web development because I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I have to say that uh, you know people often say now that. Um, you know, the time of, you know, being online, being on the web, it, it's past. You know, all the good years where it's sort of in the, uh, two, you know, the early 2000s through about 2010 when everything was all new. Uh, the only problem was no one really knew about the online sort of stuff. So, you know, to, to send an email was, you know, what's that sort of thing? We were still using them. But I think today is probably the best time to be online because there are so many tools that are available that used to cost you know tens of thousands of dollars back when I started. Today you can get them for free or for I don't know twenty bucks a month, thirty bucks a month. So it's just absolutely insane, and uh, and the whole tech has just got so much easier um, that the really there's there's no excuses for not being online. I know I have to agree. Like just in the podcasting space alone, how much it changed. I've been in it for ten years, and in the last ten years, I can tell you, uh, things have got really simple for us. We have AI tools doing most of the hard work, the the cop copy that you need. Uh, you know, having I remember my first podcast, I had to make the RSS feed. Like, oh, I get I, to learn how to make the RSS feed. Nowadays, you just upload it to a hosting platform, and you have it all done for you. So I, I, I feel you when you have to learn CSS and HTML for website. I, I know how to build a podcast from the ground up nowadays. The tools, the tools are very easy. It's uh, it's just plug and play. So, yeah, no. Well, the funny story is about that uh, RSS feed. I, I came across that in uh, 2001, and that was when I went to that Jay Abraham um, uh, seminar. And uh, I, I, when I came back to... Uh, back home, I uh, went back to the web platform that I bought for $10,000 and asked them about this, you know, whether they've got an RSS feed. They said, oh, no, we don't. What is it? So uh, I explained it to them. <laughs> but to their credit, the next day, they had an RSS feed up. Um, and then I had to work out, well, what do I do with, the, what do I do with this thing now? <laughs> it's always confusing. Not everybody, I still don't understand an RSS feed and I, I had to build them. But um, 
when you transition from doing the mortgaging and dealing with the banks and living in the bank world for a decade as well, I know how soul sucking it is. Um, so congratulations getting out of that place. Uh, but you went into helping businesses build their 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 websites and become online. Did you specify? Did you go after other mortgage brokers, or did you decide to go outside and figure out some other people to help? Oh, mate, I was done with mortgage brokers. I had nothing to do with that industry at all. But I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> In fact, I, I sort of fell into uh, web development quite by accident. Uh, like when I um, when I left the mortgage broker, I came, I, like we moved uh, my family from New Zealand to Australia. This is in the middle of the global financial crisis. So I got out of mortgage broking just at the right time. The banks were starting to go under. It was just, uh, you know, blood in the water sort of time. So um, I thought, yeah, time for me to get out. So we came to Australia and I... And, um, uh, I uh, came over to, to do affiliate marketing. I thought, I don't want an office. I had 25 staff with uh, that uh, broking firm. So I thought, it's just me. I want to be able to work out of a cafe, laptop, and no staff, no overheads. And I spent probably the first eight months uh, trying to wrangle this affiliate marketing sort of thing. Thought, this has got to be the way to go. It's passive income. Uh, you know, set it up, get paid all the time. I didn't realize how much hard work this was. And, uh, you know, you know, how, how easy all of the gurus and the teachers made it look. But in fact, there was, you know, when you dig below the uh, the layers of it, there is just so much more that goes on there and you can't do it by yourself. You actually need a team of people to do it. And, but, but part of that journey was I, uh, I really sort of dug in deep to learn about um, web development and I discovered a platform called WordPress. And uh, that was just game changing for me. Uh, and, um, and I was working as a, um, a telephone salesman uh, selling timeshare properties uh, for a uh, company over here. Selling properties in the US, I'd have to say as well too, and around the world. It was the worst job I've ever had, I'd have to say. Wow. Um, but uh, the good thing about the job is it started at 10 in the morning. At six in the morning, I got to the cafe that was below the building where I worked and I had my laptop with me and I went from six to 10, uh, just um, immersing myself in WordPress and code and learning it all uh, until I got to the point where one day I had a friend of mine said, oh, you seem to know about this WordPress and uh, web development stuff. How about I pay you to look after my website and, and uh, you know, so get all that so working properly. You can leave your job because I know you hate it and uh, you can go and get some other customers. And that there was the start of my uh, web development business. And I had one customer and, um, and, I, and I remember getting my second customer. I was at, I'd take my, my kids to a karate class and I was sitting in the karate class with all the other parents at the back. My phone goes off and it's someone that had been referred through to me from God knows where. And um, she was a florist. And so, uh, so I built her website. And she actually did all of the design. I just actually built the uh, the, the website uh, sort of, uh, for her. And uh, and then it just went on from there. So I, ha I had that agency for, uh, what, 39 years now. But that was really the, the start of the whole thing. So it just started. So your your whole career in web development was thanks to one friend realizing that, one, you're really good at this web stuff and I'm not. And I know you hate your job. So I'm going to pay you to take care of my website. That's it. That's it. And, and I wasn't very good at this red flag stuff at all anyway. 
we never are when we first start anything and that's that's key like we just have to be better than someone else and that's our client we have to just be better at, at it than our clients so that they understand how valuable we are because we save them time and money because we do the work for them They're, they can go out and get money now so what what was your methodology afterwards getting more clients like you got the first one was from a referral like your friend said hey i'm gonna pay you then you got the referral from who knows where was it all did you start doing more referral based things or were you reaching out to businesses uh well it was probably a bit more organic than that in the sense that i'm thinking uh i uh because I didn't know too much about this web development sort of thing and, and, and the whole business side of that, I did a mortgage breaking business, which is, uh, I was going to say it wasn't particularly creative, but we did do some creative things in there. Um, so this whole creativity field was brand new. So I went to a web designers uh, meetup and there would have been sort of a couple of hundred people there at uh, the meetup. And I uh, remember at the end of the meetup, the uh, organizer was on stage and said, uh, look, we're looking for speakers for, um, uh, you know, future events. And uh, is anyone, is, if you want to be a speaker, um, uh, come and see me afterwards. So I thought, oh, well, I'll go, I'll, go and, I'll go and see him. So I went and saw him after and said, look, I'm happy to be a speaker. And um, he, he said, oh, well, what can you speak on? I said, um, oh, WordPress security. So I made it up on the spot. He said, all right, that's a great topic. You're on next month. So, uh, so I had to learn about... Um, uh, WordPress security to start with, you know, what do you have to do? So I spent a month there learning it, putting together a presentation, and I delivered it. Uh, and uh, from that meetup, I got a client out of that. And uh, so that so that just started my speaking journey. And I spoke at as many events that I possibly could. I was putting my hand up to do it. And uh, so really that developed a, a brand, a reputation. People got to know me. And uh, yeah, I used to get inquiries uh, quite organically out of all that. I have to say, I never paid for uh, any uh, marketing for uh, uh, you know web development or my businesses. It's all been organic. Uh, and to and to this uh, even to this day here, like I sold that agency in the middle of the um, uh, the pandemic, and uh, set up the new agency, which is uh, Smashgo, and uh, within with that, so that's been going now for three years. And uh, from that start there to where we are now, if you Google my name, uh, every single listing of mine is uh, takes up the first six pages of Google. So I'm six pages deep in it, and. Um, and that was all organic. So it was, um, th there was no paid advertising, nothing. And that, and that's what really drives my marketing. That's what I encourage my clients to do is just to invest in getting good organic strategies going because the difference between organic and paid is when you stop paying, when you're paying for ads, your leads dry up. But with organic, it's like a waterfall. You can't stop it. You, you know, it just keeps on going. So the only way you stop it is you turn off your phone and you switch off your email. Um, <laughs> you just call it a bad. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, so my my whole my whole in fact my whole online journey has been an organic one from back in two thousand one when I built that first website. Uh, it's all been uh, organic. And so I really believe in that. Uh, and I often see people that come to me that say, oh, look, I've tried Facebook ads and Google ads and all that. Didn't work. I spent more money than I got back or I got nothing back on it. And my question to them always is, well, so what was your strategy? And then I just get this deer in the headlights sort of look of, oh, what's that? 
<laughs> so I said, well, let's work on that first. Stock all your paid ads. Let's work on so, you know getting your branding, your strategy all, all, all right to start with. Let's get you sort of ranking up in um, you know, the Google search uh, pages. And it's not that hard. Uh, in fact, I'll let you in on a secret. Well, you probably already know this. But um, uh, being on your show here is one of my strategies. Oh, I... <laughs> It's the best strategy. It's like one of the simplest strategies because not only are you having people hear you talk and they're listening yep. and the promotion that I do, but you get the backend links with as I grow as a podcast or any podcast, my ranking goes up, your name gets to go up and your your presence. So you'll go be seven, eight pages deep soon. Absolutely. And it's like, how much work did I do for this? I spend sort of like half an hour, 45 minutes uh, with you. And then you're the one that goes out and does all of the work and pushing it, promoting it and whatever. So, so uh, it works well. No, it's uh, it, that's why I love podcasting because not only do I get to, you put my podcast on your website, that backlinks my website, goes my podcast. It's a mutual beneficial uh, relationship. And that's, well, podcasting is is radio for the you know, minimum age. You had people... Like I tell people, I so say, I'm, I'm on a podcast this morning at seven o'clock in the morning. And they, what are you doing that for? I said, well, one thing is I enjoy talking. So, you know, that works for me. Second thing is I, I get to meet some cool people like you. And um, and third thing is it's good for business as well. And uh, so they say, well, who's, who's uh, podcast is it? So I say, oh, I feel better. Well, who's he? Well, here's this link here. Go and have a look. He's done a whole lot of podcasts. So already before I'm even here, there are people sort of checking you out as well. And so it just becomes this whole mutual sort of uh, admiration and sort of bromance type of sort of thing that happens. But it, it just it just sort of um, uh, it, it works for you. It works for me. And uh, people see that and um, and they say, I've had people saying, how, how do I get the same, you know, the, the sort of marketing that you've got there? What do I need to do to pay you to do it? I give them a few tips and I say, well, just just go out, make a few videos, get on a few podcasts, set up your own podcast, uh, you know, so get some of this organic stuff happening. And uh, once you've done that, come back to me and then we'll work through a strategy. But often that's where it stops because they, they're a bit frightened of um, uh, either talking or uh, being on video. Um, so that's really the early starts we've got to do with people. No, I I love that you have podcasting in your strategy because you feel you know the power of the podcast and it's something like I, I don't think enough people understand how powerful it is because it's the right type of marketing for your when you get on a podcast that's your ideal listener or your ideal client is listening to your it just it's a direct message 24 7 when they listen to it so absolutely and I well I think too is like uh one of my things I say to people what's the thing that you fear most you know, in, in this marketing the online world. And usually it's this, speaking on a live podcast, um, or it's getting in front of camera and doing a live video on Facebook or uh, whatever. So, and generally that's the thing that they fear most. Like, I'm not very good. I hate the sound of my voice. I don't like what I look like. And uh, so I say, well, first thing is, when you get up and look at yourself in the mirror, you can't change it. That's what it is. And that's what people are seeing every day anyway. So just get over it. That's what they see. Your voice, again, can't change that as well. That's what people hear. Uh, just don't listen to yourself back again if it's it, well, something. <laughs> but that's a secret. That's my secret. Well, that's it. 
But also, if you're afraid of it, who else is afraid of this and don't like doing it? If there are lots of people that don't like doing it, then go in and do it because you haven't got much competition. So uh, that's an easy way to start to get your organic stuff is just go where people are frightened and, and they don't want to do it. And you'll really quickly start to grow your brand and your presence out there because uh, everyone else is running away from it while you're running to it. Swim against the stream. That's what you'd kind of do. That's what to stand out, you have to go against the stream. Um, how did you come up with the smash and go as the name of your business? Because it's a very unique name. Yeah. Well, I, I've got a, uh, it was sort of, it was a real struggle, but I've got a um, weekly podcast uh, webcast that I run called Business Owners Smashing It Online. And so, so that's been running for what? Oh, six years now. And so when I sold the other business, uh, I was looking for a name for this and it was really taking that concept and taking it further. So, uh, so I was really just looking for a domain that was going to fit and all the good domains were taken. So, uh, you know, I tried smashing it online, tried smashing it. And, and I wanted something that didn't sound like a car repair place, sort of, um, you know, sort of smashing it. And as it is, people think, you know, uh, not smash go they think smash and go so i sound like a bank robber you know so it's like <laughs> oh <laughs> so so it was really just a real struggle looking for things and uh, and i came across uh, smash go because it had smashing it online like the the smash part of it and go which was a positive uh, you know, just go and do it. It's a bit of a Nike sort of thing. You know, just just go, just do it. And, you know, because my philosophy is um, uh, ready, fire, aim. So, you know, you, you, you take action first and then you clean it up uh, later on, which is uh, how it needs to be, on, you know, online as well. So I'm shocking. You know, I put stuff out there. It's got spelling mistakes. Uh, it's, it's not quite right. It's like, and my team come back to me and say, You've just got all these spelling mistakes. I said, oh, can you just go and fix it up for me? Because um, I'm on to the next thing now. But yeah, the whole Smash Go thing was, was it was really struggling to find a domain name. And it was just coming up with concepts and words that we're going to uh, sort of uh, work together. Because as we know, all the good domain names are gone now. So we've got to make our own. <laughs> Now we just grab and grow and create the new next generation. I know there's one person in my network that has, has like 300,000 domains under his name. Yeah. He, he used to work, to be fair, he used to work for GoDaddy. So he kind of probably got them really cheap. Right. Yeah. Has so many domains, but it, it is true. Like the more domains you have, the, all the good ones are gone. And it's coming up with the variations to make yourself happy. And that really align with your business. And, Going in that now that we're on talking about websites, domain names for businesses, and you deal with transforming uh, businesses into online presence, what would you suggest? Maybe guide a tip or guidance for someone, a, a business owner looking to get into the online space. They're a little hesitant because of all the uh, the gurus out there claiming like, "Oh, this will save you billions of dollars" or whatever. What kind of tip can you get that uh, give our audience? to start it so that they can see the process work and then come later to come see you for more help? Uh, well, the, the very first thing I would say is just start. So everybody, even those gurus, started somewhere and they weren't very good when they started, but they did start. And it's a bit like the, uh, that concept of, uh, you know, if, if you take a, uh, a coin, let's say, what do you call it? Like a one cent coin. We don't even have those coins over here, but if you take one, we don't have it. 
they're called a penny. I believe we had, they were called a in, penny. They're no longer in Canada, but yes, a penny. Okay. So a penny, a cent. So if you take that and double it uh, every single day, uh, then I think at about day 15, uh, you have about $164 if you just double it every day. So it's not very much money and it's hardly worth it. But then when you get to day 30, then you've got uh, $1.6 million. So, um, so, so that doubling it, uh, the, the real results come at the end. Um, and so, you know, if, if you're doubling uh, 1,000, you get uh, 2,000, 4,000, 8,000. So, so that's really where it accelerates. But you can never get to that point unless you start and sort of have this uh, incremental thing up to $164. And the online world is a bit like that there. So that ex exponential growth. You have to put in all of that uh, work for seemingly no effort for a period of time before uh, at some point there, out of nowhere, you become an overnight success. Might take you 30 years to get there or 20 years to get there, but you'll never get that unless you sort of spend all of that time in the trenches there, feeling like this is a waste of time, uh, I'm getting no traction, uh, it's, uh, you know, am I investing all this time? Is, is there, is, is there going to be a return out of it? I'm broke. I'm not making any money out of it. You know, everybody goes through that there. And it's that persistence and keeping, keeping going that really sort of pushes you through. And then one day it just snaps and, uh, you, um, uh, you know, you, you become successful at it. And, um, the other thing I would say too, is that when you are starting, don't emulate the, uh, the gurus and the people that are way up uh, up here uh, because uh, they've spent all of that time there for no results. So you, 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 can't, you can't shortcut it. You have to actually just go through the process. You have to be willing to learn, willing to make mistakes and just keep going no matter what. And I think that whole philosophy of ready, fire, aim is really important because if we, if we go ready, aim, fire, that stage of aim is where we sort of overthink things and uh, we, we've got this uh, perfectionist streak. And as we know, you know, if we try and get things perfect, things never get done. So it's better to have things done than perfect. And uh, so that's why we reverse the order and say, you know, ready, fire, aim, is you just do a whole lot of stuff. You're going to make lots and lots of mistakes, but uh, then you can come back and then you can come through and uh, perfect it, fix it, change it. And, uh, you know, that, 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 that honestly is the real secret to uh, success online. And if you do that, you're doing uh, what most people aren't doing because everybody's trying to get it right because they think everybody's watching them. Reality is no one cares, but they think you. And, um, and, uh, but they're not. Uh, because if you think about on what, say Facebook, you do a live video on Facebook. If you crap, people just scroll on and they're never going to remember you. They're just going to say, they're not even going to say this is crap. It's just like, yeah, yeah, next, next, next. Don't remember. But when you get good and you stop the scroll, that's when they, uh, when they remember you. So go through lots and lots of mistakes and horrible things because no one remembers it. And uh, it's by doing that you get to be really good at what you do. Uh, no, I, I have to agree with the uh, just go and put out the, the get get as much crap out there as possible not crap but get it's going to start out for crap i always say when someone starts a podcast your first episode is going to be your best but also your worst episode simply because you've never done it before so it's going to be crap in the in your eyes but it's going to be better than the one that you did before which was you didn't have one 
And every time you do it always, it's... Well, you're always right? going to be better than the one that has, than the person that hasn't done one. Exactly. And I love the, the point where you brought up that most people are terrified for public speaking. That's like the, that. And I think the ocean are like the two or heights are like the two biggest fears people have. And everybody's more wondering when they see you doing, it, it's like, oh my God, I could never do that. How do they do that? It's like terrifying. And they don't take that leap to go do it. So you're again, already further along when you, if you think you're going to be crap on it, don't worry. Most people aren't listening to you. They're wondering, how are you doing this and have the gall, um, the energy and the, uh, the courage to do something as putting yourself out there and, uh, doing public speaking and that. Exactly. And, and look, I'm not very good at what I do. I just do it. Um, so, um, you know, you know, people offer, I'll, I'll, it's interesting, if I go to networking events, people come up to me and, uh, yeah, I'll just introduce myself. So, oh, no, I already know you. I said, oh, really? So, yeah, I've, I've seen you online, you know, I've seen your webinars and whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and and, um, uh, and and so you get that there. And I've had someone come up to me when I was sitting at McDonald's uh, and I was uh, just, I was, I was not there because of the food. Um I was there because of the Wi-Fi and I was about to go into an event and I was just putting some last touches together before I went and got stuff printed and then off to my event. And uh, he came up to me, he said, uh, are you Nick Cree? And I'm, and I'm thinking, how do I answer this? It, it, it depends what you're asking for. And I said, yeah, like, are you looking for money or are you looking for help? <laughs> That's right. And uh, I said, oh, yes. And he said, oh, he said, I'm so glad to meet you. He said, I've been watching, I follow you and I watch everything of yours online. He said, I'm just so inspired. He said, I'm just getting into business. I want to come along to your events there, but you've helped me so much, uh, you know, to get my uh, business started and off the ground to get to get to where I am. I just want to come up and say thank you. And uh, I look forward to being on your show uh, at uh, some time. So, so. And that's happened, uh, you know, uh, you know, a few times. Like I'm, I'm famous in my my town. There, are, I don't know, a few thousand people. But, um, but, but really, you never know who's watching you. You never know who you're inspiring, and uh, you never know uh, who you're actually helping by doing what you're doing. So by just stepping out and uh, taking action before you're ready, you get to the point where you're uh, one step, two step, three steps ahead of somebody else. And uh, you get to uh, help them. Uh, you might you might not even know that it's happening, but but you will. And then out of that, uh, and I know I've I've had uh, customers that have come out that I've never heard of before. They've been watching me for years, for months, uh, and that uh, they, they they just sent through an email because they they want some help. And um, uh, you know, it's just that whole organic process of just getting out there, just doing stuff. So it doesn't matter what industry you're in. Um, you know, you just need to be become famous in your little patch there. And it doesn't actually take much to do it. It just takes getting out and, and doing things like this. Oh, I love it. Um, I, we, we're nearly at the end, but I, I want to get this question out because you've been in the digital entrepreneur world for quite some time now, first with your mortgage. Just, you know, just, just to put my age in there. I, I, I don't want to hurt you, but that's uh, that that's nearly the same age as I am. So I really want to say that. I make you feel a little older, uh, but I would love to hear a memory maybe of uh, you helping a client reach their goal that really impacted and said, this is why I do what I do or something you were able to achieve because of your business. Uh, look, that'd probably have to be, uh, uh, like I've got a recent one there and uh, currently we're running a course 
on how to use Canva for business. So Canva uh, is, uh, is an app for um, people that are not graphic designers to make them look like sensational graphic designers. <laughs> oh, I love it. Wow. <laughs> but inside there, there are some insanely good tools to uh, you know to think do things like manage your social media. So you can do that all from within the web platform, inside the Canva platform. Create a website, you know, one page website. You've got all sorts of things in there. So for people that are non-techie, it's a great place to uh, get started. And I know we've got someone that came onto that uh, program. And actually, she's from Canada as well. And uh, she, um, <laughs> she's, she, at the end of the first session, um, and she was just sort of struggling with someone on the way through. And uh, she said, thank you so much. She said, I, I really uh, feel like I've, I've got a grasp of, of this here. I didn't realize I could actually do this. By the, the third session, so, so that was the one that's just gone by, um, she said, this is incredible. I've got stuff up there online i didn't even know that i could do this um but we've taken her through a step-by-step -step journey and she's she's um she's in canva she's not a graphic designer she's created some sensational stuff uh she's got a website um landing page up she's got her uh, ebook done she's she's even created a 3d book cover which you know she can put up on the landing page she's got a um uh she's she's got a lead capture uh, system in place which is just google forms by the way so it's nothing fancy it's not a crm and um uh, and so she's got all this there and uh, for me uh, there are two words that really encapsulate uh, my values and what i do and one of them is possibility i want people to see that uh, there are possibilities and that things are possible. So that's the very first thing. And then once once they see that it's possible, the second word that's important is confidence. So uh, that, that and uh, what I endeavor to do is to give people the tools and the teachings so that they get confidence, uh, like this person here to say, I've done this, I did this. And so possibilities and confidence are the two things that uh, that are really core to your uh, online journey and i think that's how i developed along the way as well too i, I i'm a big possibility seeker uh, and see things and that, that confidence comes only by doing uh, you never get it by reading you only get it by doing and um so uh, that there is uh well i suppose that success story there is it, it just makes everything all worthwhile oh i love it i, I love how after just like three sessions with you they they they're their mind is completely blown about what they were able to do. And that's, that's a testament to you and your, your, the knowledge that you've accumulated over these last 30 years doing what you do and doing the business. Um, we, we do need to jump into the spark question. We're getting a little long here and I apologize that we're cutting off. I, 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 I can't stop. No, 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 no. I love that you, you're talking, you're, you're, it's just wisdom. And I'm just soaking it up going, yeah, mm-hmm. Please give me more. The reason why I do this show is to learn from amazing entrepreneurs like yourself. Um, that's the core of this episode. Uh, the show is to help people understand how great business is and learn from experts like yourself. So we're going to get to the spark question here from Seek to Discomfort. And I like this. I'm, I'm very interested to hear what your, uh, your, your, uh, your answer to this. When was the last time you tried something for the first time? Oh, the last time I tried something for the first time. Uh... I would have to say that was yesterday. Oh. And, um, and the reason why I say that is um, 
uh, here's the interesting thing about the Canva program that we're, that, uh, we're running. Um, I'm running with my uh, my partner, and um, she um, she did a Canva presentation on our webinar, uh, like the free webinar that we run every week. And um, and out of that, people said, oh, we want to learn more. So we said, okay, well, let's put together a, a course, six-week course. So we did. It took us two weeks to put it together. We, haven't, we have not even developed the content for it before we put it together. So week one, we're developing the content uh, you know, as, we, uh, as we go up to that week one. We do week one, then for week two, we've got to start and develop the content for week two. So the good thing about this Canva course is that they have just released a whole lot of new features and functions in there. So in order to be able to teach it, we have to learn it. So, uh, so, so Jenny's my partner. So, so her and I uh, are in there, and just yesterday we're learning some of the new AI tools that they've got inside Canva, and um, and and the excitement of learning it for the first time, and then uh, teaching it um, is uh, it's just incredible. And um, and so I'm I'm an avid learner of things, and uh, so the best way to to learn stuff, I think. Is to teach it, so you, so you 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 go through, you learn it, you just make new discoveries, and then you teach it to uh, other people. That does two things. Uh, one is is it locks it in for you, uh, and the second thing is you get to inspire other people so that they can start to lock it in themselves. So yes, yesterday the course we're running that was when I learned them for the first time. Awesome, I love it, and I love your 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 ideology. Learn something, teach it, lock it in, because it's true. The minute you teach something, you you grasp it because you you have to come up with the idea and how to explain it to someone else. So it makes it cemented in your brain. Uh, Nick, I can't thank you enough for for that amazing answer. I'm gonna jump off stage here. I want you to let my audience know where they can follow you, where they can sign up for your free webinars or even your Canva course, Chris. I know how powerful Canva is. As a podcaster, I use it nearly daily to make these thumbnails for my episodes and that. So please, sir, the floor is yours. Uh, well, uh, as I dominate at the first six pages of Google, uh, the best place to find me is Google my name. Nick. N-I-K-C-R-E-E. You'll find me there in six pages deep. You can choose whatever you want to like uh, uh, find there. Um, but the other place to go is obviously smashgo.co. So S-M-A-S-H-G-O.co. All of what we do is there, that free business owners smashing an online webinar. You can click through to it from there. We've got a whole lot of resources on there, which are free to come and uh, download and use. And of course, if you want to ask me any questions at all, we have a, uh, a way to contact me there as well too. So uh, yeah, website is the central place, smashgo.co. Excellent. Nick, I want to thank you for coming on the show it was a pleasure talking with you i, I i'm definitely going to be checking out your uh, webinar because uh, i want to see what you're teaching and obviously i need to learn more so i can teach it to others and move them towards your platform so thank you again for coming on the show and teaching us excellent it's been a real pleasure here phil really enjoyed it and to my audience, uh, if you want to get in contact with Nick, if you search his name on Google, you'll, you'll find him six pages deep, or you can just look in the show notes. I'll put all the links there. Uh, maybe a little quicker than using Google to search. You can just use it straight from your phone. Uh, but I want to thank you all for listening, and remember to always invest in yourself. Hey, digital entrepreneurs, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Now, 
if you're looking to take your podcast to the next level, like most of these entrepreneurs have taken their business to the next level to scale it, if you will, make sure you check out my brand new newsletter. Links are down below. It is called the Monetization Mogul Syndicate Newsletter, or it could be Phil Better Stories of Monetization Moguls or Making Moguls this is what I do. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. But I want to thank you very much for listening. And as always, remember to invest.